Hey everyone, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for joining us once again on Solutions with Anna Donahue. Oh, we've got a great lineup of shows coming to you to celebrate these holidays. I hope you're, hope you're in the mood for the holidays. And again, I know sometimes it can be, it's a blast. It's the best time because we celebrate the coming of Jesus. But I do know I'm being sensitive. At times, it can be a rough time, memories or, you know, the tendency to compare and you look around and you see the Hallmark movies. I'm going to set you free of all that in these upcoming weeks. And then we'll start with today. I think of the um, the month of December and actually even right before December, there's often a celebration called Advent. And Advent in Latin simply means to prepare or get ready for his coming. And you get four weeks to do that. You get four weeks to, to just get your heart ready. You know, and I was reading a devotional and the uh, person said, what would you do if in four weeks, Jesus said, I'm coming to your house? How would you prepare your heart relationally? You have any relationships, man, they're just, you know, it's time. How would you prepare your heart spiritually? Talking about Advent just at this moment. How would you prepare financially? Jesus is coming. You want to put out a spread for him, right? Just some things to think about as you're celebrating Advent and getting your heart ready for the coming king. And of course, you know what I'm going to say after that. I hope your heart is in line already with the coming king. He's in your heart and it's really just simply a celebration. But I'm going to do this message today called uh, Jesus, the light of the world. Because he is the light of the world. And I want you to even right now with that title, start thinking. I got some dark situations and I got some dark things. Jesus is the light of the world in your situations. You know, the, the theme of light is in a lot of places in the Bible. I've written a couple of these down. It's a major theme. First John 1, 5. God is light. He's it. He's light. And in him, there's no darkness, none at all. Genesis 1 verse 3, let there be light. See what God does? He brings light into the dark situations. Very first command that God gives was let it be light. John 8, 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. If you are stumbling through darkness, now watch this. Look for the living light. The living light of God will flood your path. Uh, one more, Jesus himself, he describes himself as light in Psalm 104, verse 2. He wraps himself, I wish I had a cape, in light as with a garment. Jesus is the light of the world. If you've got a dark situation, I'm going to keep saying it, bring the light of God into it. You know, you see in uh, the book of Luke, Chapter two, verse one, you'll see these words. It came to pass in those days. Very important phrase as you're starting to prepare your heart for the light of the world to come in. What is in those days? You talk about dark. Get this 500 years of no prophetic voice talking about God between the Testaments, between the Old Testament and the New Testament. This is huge. Five. How do you do after five days of not hearing anything good? 500 years. You can imagine how dark society went. Darkness filled the land. And the Bible then says, but there was a fullness of time when God said, I'm done. I've had it. And he said, I'm going to send my son, the light of the world to penetrate the dark. Well, I'm preaching. I hope you're getting this. This is good stuff. 
Jesus, the light of the world will come into your dark area. Uh, some more scriptures just to back that up. John 12, 46, Jesus himself said, I have come as a light to shine in the dark world. John 8, 12, Jesus himself said of himself, I am the light of the world. Uh, it was a statement about who he was. He's saying it about himself. I am it. I'm it. He says, I'm the light. What do you need? I got it. Well, I start thinking about what he did on the earth when he came. You'll see it cited in the book of Isaiah, as, it's chapter 61, as well as Luke 4.18. But we're going to break down Luke 4.18, not in a huge um, uh, explanation, but I'm going to give you tidbits that maybe as you're preparing your heart, you'll want to go back. You want to say, well, what that lady mean when she said he sets the captive free? Yeah, go back and look. But let's dig into this a little bit together. The, um, Luke 14, the Lord himself is saying, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to do these things. Talk about bringing light into a dark situation. When Jesus came on the earth, God anointed or put himself on Jesus to preach good news to the poor. I love with this uh, author I read often. Her name is Susie Larson. She says, you know what? The Christmas story isn't just a, a, an addendum. It's not just a cute little story. It is good news. This is good news. God came. He said to the poor man, maybe that's you out there. Maybe you're struggling just to make ends meet in the natural. He says, I got good news. I came to meet you. I came to bring you a satisfaction on the inside that you could never get anywhere else. He brought good news to the poor. What else did he do? What did Jesus do bringing light to the world? Healed the brokenhearted. Gosh. Brokenhearted. Have you ever had your heart broken? Jesus, the light of the world, will shed light in that for you. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. He proclaimed liberty to the captives. He declared liberty. You're free. He said to those who are bound, I am it. Come to me. I will equip you, embrace you, help you be free. Your own strength is limited, I'm telling you. But because of Bethlehem, because of God, he sent Jesus to get you free. There's nothing like freedom. You know if you've been bound what I'm talking about. Freedom is it. Freedom is it. He came to do that for you. What else did he do? Give recovery of sight to the blind. Of course that could be physical, but what about spiritually? 500 years, no voice in the land, dark. He came and said, let there be light. And the blind, the blind in the spirit, blind who couldn't see what's going on, blind who had no direction, saw for the first time because he turned on the light. He's the light. Whew. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. I have struggled with oppression back in my earlier years. Oppression is when you just have this, uh, just a stupid, weird cloud, and you, you almost want to, you know, knock it away physically. It's a spirit. It's just wrong. It's, it's, from, it's from the fall. Jesus said, but guess what? I got good news. I came to defeat that thing, and he did defeat it. Now, you have to enforce it. I'm getting a word for someone. You have to enforce oppression. You have to enforce your victory over oppression. Now, come on, rise up. Don't, it's, it doesn't just fall like, you know, an apple fell off the tree. 
get the truth that he came to set you free from that heavy little gray cloud and say, no, like as if I'm looking at it. No, you don't. You get out because of what Christ did for me. I'm free and you enforce it. Well, what if it floats back around the next day at two o'clock? You do it again. You enforce, you're fighting a little bit. Come on now, soldier. You're fighting a little bit for your freedom. You say, well, I thought Christ set me free. He did, but you got to enforce it until that sucker's gone for good. And it'll go. I need to do a show on this, but just for now. Though he set at liberty those who are oppressed. I've got a further definition of that. Those who feel completely crushed and shattered in life. Sometimes things can make you feel shattered, but like I just have said, I won't go back over it right now, but if that has been you, you stand up and you say, no, Christ went to the cross for me. He rose from the dead. I am free and I enforce it. And you tell that veil, that cloud of darkness to get out. And it ha- my, my spirit's going there. So I'm really ministering to some, it will obey you. It might not happen the very first time because it's, it's a little fight. It's a fight of faith. You keep at it. Until it, it'll run like a whimpering little hurt dog away. You re-listen to this if that's you. You need to enforce, I can feel you need to get your art, you need to enforce some truth in you so you can stand strong. Um, okay, what else did he do? Woo! Open the prison to those who are bound by addictions. We talked about that. This is Jesus, the light of the world, bringing light into your situation. He comforted all who mourn. You know, um, our dear friend who works with us, Paula, she produces a show. She has a sister in Texas, and I did this retreat for the uh, women over there and just fell in love with these women. I mean, they're incredible. And, um, oh, my gosh, there was a lady whose husband, you know, had come down with um, COVID, and um, she prayed for, I don't know how many days, I want to say like 80 days straight. And, you know, he went on to be with Jesus, and um, I can imagine the mourning, the M-O-U-R-N that, that they were going through. Because I know even me here, how many states away, and I would read it and go, no. But we trust God. God's got a better plan. I'm not making light of it. Here's my point. He will comfort those who mourn. He's comforting her right now. In fact, you know what? I just feel led. I don't know if she'll watch this. I pray for you, Terry. I pray for you right now. I pray for anyone mourning the loss of a loved one. Anyone mourning, M-O-U-R-N, a situation. I pray for you that the light of the world will come in and undergird you and give you strength and comfort and hope once again. She knows God. So I know that she and her family are fine. But man, she's walking through it, right? It just touches my heart greatly. Um, And for you out there, if you're mourning, the light of the world, he'll come, he'll come. Almost finished with this, he'll give you beauty for ashes. The Hebrew is P-E-E-R. And beauty for ashes, it's an embellishment literally. He says he'll give you beauty, an embellishment for your head. Watch, regarding those ashes that people throw during a funeral. (sighs) He says, I'm not doing that. I'll bring you beauty for those ashes. This was in in those times what they would do at the funeral. He says, no, I'm here. I'll bring you beauty for it. Beauty for your ashes. Wow. One more. Praise for the spirit of heaviness. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. The light of the world, when you tap into him and you can utter some praise, 
Yes, even in the rough time, your spirit's ready, your spirit's waiting. If you can utter that out, it'll turn to joy. The garment of praise for that heavy thing, it'll lift off of you. This is what the light of the world came and did for you and for me. And he's doing it today inside of your heart. Whoo! couple more things before I close. What I'm about to say is so powerful. You've got to meditate on what I'm about to say. John 1, 4, and 5. Now watch that light of the world. In him, Christ, was life. The life, that life was the light, what we've been saying, of men. That light shines in the darkness. Now watch. The darkness did not comprehend it. You know what that really means? The darkness could not put it out. This is good news. You need to memorize it. Dark times kind of like kind of hovering. No. Jesus is the light. The darkness could never conquer the light of God. I have a candle here. So you, you know, look, you may say, oh my God, that's so corny. I don't care because I'm trying to prove a point. I can't turn the lights out here in, in this studio because we need them to tape. But you'll get my picture. So here's a candle, dark, nothing. So I'm going to press this and it will work. Oh, come on. You're kidding me. Ah, there we go. Jesus, the light of the world in any dark situation. Watch what happens. Picture. Come on, go with me. Picture the room is pitch black. You got a dark situation. I'm lighting it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I hope it comes across on camera. That light is flickering. I'll even kind of go like this to see if you see it. Picture a dark room, a dark situation. The darkness cannot comprehend, cannot conquer. It'll never take out this light. Because once this thing is lit, lit, <laughs> how do I do it? Inside of me, lit. Nothing will take it out. I hope you love that. Jesus is the light of the world. Oh, Jesus is the light of your world. I'm telling you. I have a quote. I, I don't even know where it is because I do so many messages, but um, I think it was Max Lucado. He said, you know, the manger says God loves you. The cross says God saves you. Christmas is an incredible time. Christ came. He came to be the light of your world. And whosoever believes in him will never perish, but they'll have eternal life. The light of the world will forever live in them. I hope that's you as you're preparing your heart for this Christmas, this holiday season. This can be the best ever. Will you pray with me? Just pray with me. Just, you know, no, just you can close your eyes. You can do whatever you want to do. Podcasters, if you're listening, we, we know that some people listen as they're traveling. So just pray with me. Father God, I thank you. The Bible says you are the light of the world. Will you come into my heart and will you be my light and my savior? Will you light up these dark situations in my life? I want to be right, Lord. I want to be ready for you. I want to, not just at this Christmas celebration, but every day of my life. I thank you for doing it, Lord. I invite you in. In Jesus' name, amen.
Isn't that awesome? Boy, in this room right now, I wonder if it comes across the screen. I hope so. Let me know if it comes across the screen. You say, what? This atmosphere, this anointing, this presence of God, no dark clouds. It's nothing but peace and glory and, and um, calm and joy. Amen. Man, that is for you. I'm pointing into that camera. That is for you. I'm telling you. Hope you grab it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I almost don't want to go to announcements because that presence is so sweet. Uh, all right. But we do go. We'll go to announcements. Hey, thank you for listening to that teaching. That was powerful. Um, locals. We have one of the best things that we do all year. It's an Anadani Ministries Christmas luncheon. It's already filling. We're thrilled. We love it. Great teachings. Ah, how do you like that? Great teachings. Everyone comes together. We do candlelight service at the end, sing our Christmas carols, fabulous food giveaways. I think you'll love it. But we do have a deadline. The registration on that for locals is December the 4th. So you want to make sure and register. You still have time. Um, also coming up, uh, in addition to a Christmas message I'll be doing next week, uh, I will pull my family together. We will do a Donahue family Christmas. We will be taping that, and that will air on December 23rd. I think you're going to love that, so that's important. Uh, Kickoff to the new year coming January 21st. I want to get that out there. Uh, I'll be running that on radio, and, but you make plans. You save the date. You get in there for that. That's a blast, that conference. Um, you go to anadoniministries.com for any details. Hey, like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'll never miss a show. Look, I'm recording these 60-second encouraging words. We're getting great feedback on those. Here's the premise. Uh, the Lord really stirred me to do it because you might not, you or a friend might not listen to a 20-minute show. You might listen to a 60-second or a two-minute encouraging word. That's why I'm putting those on there. Those will be, as you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you'll always be able to go back. Send those out, too. I've, sent, I've done it uh, through the week. I would send, send, send. Someone's on their phone. They might just, I had someone literally say, okay, I'll listen to this. I need direction. And I had a 60-second called Discerning God's Will. I sent it out. And they listened to it. I don't know that they listened to the show, but they listened to that. Amen. Hey, uh, look, so we're coming to the end of the year and uh, maybe you've never given to the ministry. Oh my gosh, we could sure use your help. I want to buy airtime. I don't know where yet. I'm just starting to fish around of where can I put this stuff on the air? Like uh, not even just locally, but in, into some markets. And um, you could give. We're 501c3 nonprofit. You know the drill. Tax write-off. Uh, it, we would just greatly appreciate it. So in the meantime, we love you. Thank you for watching. And we will see you next time on Solutions with Anna Donahue. God bless.